Okay, this chap was called um, open, <coughs> open Hearts Verbally. We're going to talk about the Indian of Kaitzer Ruach. What it means to have a closed mind, a closed heart, and how we could find a way to open those hearts and minds. So let's open up the Chumash. Perik Vav. Pasuk Vav. Perik Vav, Pasuk Vav. We'll be going through a few Pasukim inside. <coughs> So the Abraham said, tells Moitri Abenu, you know, what's going on? The others acknowledge him. I made them promises. I didn't fulfill them. I said, I'm going to bench them. They had a hard life. And you already, you're complaining. I sent you on the shlikas to take out Klai's song. You're complaining already. Perik vav, basik vav. Lochein emor livnei Yisrael. Therefore, because I made a promise to the others, therefore, say over to the Yidin, Ani Hashem. I am Hashem. Yud kei vav kei. <coughs> I'm gonna make wonders. Heat zayzi, heat salty, go alti, vilakachti, vehi vezi. All the next yubzukim, all the four or five lashanyos of geula. Pasuk tes. Vayidaber Moshe Kena ben Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu fulfills his mission. He says exactly what Hashem told him to the Jews. V'loy Shemuel Moshe. But the Yidden didn't listen to Moshe. <coughs> from short breathness and from the hard labor. So Klai Yisrael gets a message from Moshe Rabbeinu and, and they're like, stop! Don't tell us! What are you telling us? They couldn't listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. He's giving them a message of such hope, of such gula. Which tells them that it's going to be through Nizim and it's not going to be through a civil rights movement. It's not going to be through an uprising. It's going to be supernatural. Klai Yisrael cannot listen. They can't hurt. So what is Ruach? How did Hashem's mission fail? Hashem told Moshe, tell this to the end, and obviously there was a reason for it. And Hashem knew that, and they're not faulted for this. So it's not like, oh, you know, Hashem sent the Navi to give Musa to Klai Yisrael, and with their Bechir Chavshis, they didn't listen to him. Here it's something, Hashem said, just tell the didn't, you know, give them some hope. So did Hashem's message fail? What went wrong here? And what exactly is Ruach? What are the triggers you know, Koytzer Ruach, Rashi says, <coughs> they, they just, they didn't have it in them. Kol Mishu Meitzah, Rashi says, Ruchai Neshim Asai, Kitzara, a person who's in pain, his breathing is short, Ve'ina Yochala Harach, Meneshim Asai, he can't take deep breaths. What is this? What triggers it? Does it apply to us? Such a state of hopelessness, can you imagine? Can you imagine, you know, the shape is going to blow one day. Aliyola, I know he's going to come. He's going to say, Mashiach's here. And uh, people are going to have Kaitzer Ruach. So leave, leave me alone, Mashiach. <laughs> Can't be me. I have to catch a bus right now. My, my kid is being picked up. Carpool. I have a midterm tomorrow. Regents. <laughs> my college classes. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me about Mashiach. Is it possible that we ourselves may be afflicted with Kaitzer Ruach? And how do we get out of it? So that's really what we're going to talk about tonight. Let's go a bit later. So what happens? They don't listen to Moshe. What's Hashem's response? 
Go tell Paroi to send out the Jews. The Jews didn't listen to me. You expect Barry to listen to me? Top that off. I'm an aroused Messiah. I'm not a diplomat. I'm not a good speaker. I don't have a charismatic tongue. So number one, Yisrael didn't listen to me. Kolshikane Barry is not going to listen to me. What does Hashem respond? Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron, and he commands them regarding Yisrael and Paroi. It sounds like almost Hashem ignored Moshe's claim. Moshe says, Kleisol didn't listen. Paroi certainly not going to listen. So what do I do? Says the Hebrew Moshe and Aaron, go. And what's this Vayetzavim? He commanded them what? So Moshe says something. It sounds like Hashem pretty much just overrides him. Um, there's, a, there's a problem over here with the Kavu Chayim. Um, <coughs> Why didn't the Jews listen to Moshe? Koytzer Ruach Avodakosha, right? You agree? Did Paroi have Koytzer Ruach Avodakosha? I don't get a Kabbalah Chaymer. So I'm going to make a Kabbalah Chaymer. Yisrael that are enslaved and they're short-spirited and they're dealing with harsh labor. Some Mela, they couldn't hear me. Culture came Paris. Paris chilled. He's relaxed. He's living a luxurious, calm lifestyle. <coughs> so it's a different Swara. It's not a Kabbalah Chaymer. Kabbalah Chaymer is... If they couldn't hear me, you know, you want to say that they didn't listen to Moshe because they're not maminim b'nei maminim. They don't have a muna. So you can make a kavu chaymer. Certainly Paris, oh, he's not Zara. He certainly is not going to believe me. But to make a kavu chaymer, we just said that he didn't, didn't believe Moshe not due to a lack of a muna. They didn't believe Moshe. Why? Because of the harsh labor and the kaitzeruach. So kolshake paroi. The kolshake is a bad kolshake. It's a bad kavu chaymer. Anybody that learns any basic Gemara knows this is not a Kavokaymer. What's Pshat on the Kavokaymer? So many people ask this question. I'm going to share with you a few answers. Reb Shach. Reb Shach, Zeket Zadik, Vikosh Levrocha says, Madik b'nei Yisrael, who are Maminim. And it was good news for them. They should have been hopeful when a person has hope. Any little strand, any little thing to hold on to, grab on to. He, he, he dreams of it. He imagines it. He hangs on to it. And still they didn't. So Paroi, who's not a Maimon, and Paroi, who it's bad news for him, certainly won't believe it. Okay? It doesn't really address the Kaiseruach issue, but it's a different Gavuchimer. It's a different Kavuchimer. That's a Shaq. Actually, that was the Orachayim. Rav Shach says, Madich b'nei Yisrael kedoshim. We have roichav lev. We have helikait. And b'meila, we should be able to accept and believe anything and everything. But it was a temporary thing that we had avoida and we were difficult. That was like squ- squashing our brains into hopelessness. And we didn't believe him. 
Haroi, who didn't have any of that Roichav Leiv, Neshama, Amuna, any of that stuff. He was He was Bechezkas Koitzeruach. Certainly he's not going to believe it. The Malbim says that Moshe Rabbeinu's Kavachayim was Hazoi. Listen to the words. He says, Madrach the Bnei Yisrael loishamu eilai. Eilai is indirect. Ve'eich yishma'eni paroi, yishma'eni, how's he going to listen to me directly? What does that mean? Klal Yisrael, even though I went with Aaron, and Aaron was a good speaker on my behalf, and still through Aaron's good speaking abilities, they didn't believe me. Paroi, you want me to go direct? Moshe Rabbeinu understood that Hashem wanted Moshe to go to Paroi straight, without Aaron. Paro, you want me to go to the direct? Okay, three Mahalchim and the Kavachim. What's Hashem's response? Go. Just go. Vayitzavim. Albanay Yisrael Valparoi. Go. What does it mean, Vayitzavim? Saraji says Hashem commanded them, commanded Moshe and Aaron regarding the Bnei Yisrael, be soft with them. Be tolerant of them. Be patient with them. And El Paroi, Hashem commanded them, honor him. So that's what Rashi learns. How is that a response to Moshe's Taina? Don't know. How does that take care of the Kaitzeruach? Don't know. There's a Medjish Rabbah, very strange Medjish Rabbah. Moshe, the Pesach says they didn't listen to Moshe Abeinu. Mikoy Tzeruach ve'avoyda kasha. Zog the Medrash. What's avoyda kasha? And when Moshe Rabbeinu told them we're leaving, <clears throat> it came with the message of Ani Hashem, which meant he got to dump your Avodah Zara. And that's what they couldn't listen to, Avodah Kasha. Like Avodah Zara, it's in a strange form of service. Avodah Kasha, it's a harsh, distant form of service. And it was too difficult for them to give up their Avodah Zara. That's why they didn't listen to Moshe. Fragment of fortune. What is this hinted to in the Pasuk? Where do you see this in the Pasuk? It says, Kaiser Rach, wait the Kasha. Zog the Mechilta, Zog the Yisrael, Zog the Lat, Alam the Farshim, and the Medrash. The Medrash understands it's impossible that such good news Kaiser would not receive. And they wouldn't accept it. How could you not? You have somebody that's offering you hope in a dire strait. You're in a terrible situation, and someone's giving you a glimpse of hope, and you're turning it down. It doesn't make sense. It must be that it must have costed them something. You know, come, we're going to have a great vacation. Let's go to Florida. No one's even getting excited. How much? How much? <laughs> you say free. Okay, I get excited. But, but how much? What's the catch? And the catch was giving up the Avay the Zara. That's it. They weren't accepting it. So he's not the Medrash Rabbi. Okay, the kids are Isaac Klaisel not believing Moshe. Moshe Benu tells us to Rebbeinu Shalom, Avakav Ochoim, and Pyrus not going to believe you. And it seems like Hashem just overrides him. Go, Vayitzavim, and Esau, Paroi, Loisim, and Esau. To make matters worse, it doesn't sound like God responded. We go totally off topic. Eilor Roshem, Esavoisam. Oh, let's talk about Moshe Benu and Aaron's family tree. Ruvain, Shemoin, Levi. Very nice. Then we come to the end. And Pazik Chavkes, 
Pasuk Kaf Gesed finishes with the family tree. And the Bozik says, Yup, that's Moshe and Aaron, that's Aaron and Moshe, they were equal. Vayhi, Pasuk Kaf Gesed. Vayhi, B'yoyim Dibar Hashem al Moshe, Beretz Mitzrayim. And it was on the day that God spoke to Moshe in Mitzrayim. And Samach, Shlishi. What? It, it was on the day that Hashem spoke to Moshe Mitzrayim. What? What? No end. And then there's a new Vayidaber. Pasuk of death. Vayidaber Hashem. Moshe Leibor. Ani Hashem. Dabel Varoi. So Rashi deals with it. Rashi says like, we just went off topic, so we got to bring you back. And it was on the day that Hashem spoke to Moshe. Next Pasuk. Hashem said, take them out. And Moshe said, on your house Messiah. It sounds like, what, what is this Pasuk doing here? Out of the blue. Devin Ezra, he's in wonder. I, I, just, I just don't get it. What is this Pasuk? Just skip it, go straight to the next Pasuk. You want to go back to what we were talking about? Go straight to the Pasuk of death. Hashem's over to Moshe, go out. Moshe, i said, going Strange Pasuk. So, the Malbim says, it has something to do with the word Diber Hashem Moshe. There was a lot of Dibers over here. Sometimes Moshe and Aaron. Sometimes just Moshe. Sometimes Belash and Vayoyimer. Sometimes Belash and Diber. So there's something that this Pasuk is signaling over here. That it was when Hashem was Diber El Moshe in Mitzrayim. Oh, now we can get back to our topic of taping, taking the Jews out. What's going on over here? Okay, so let's go back and talk a little bit about Kaiser Ruach. What is Kaiser Ruach? Does it affect us? Do we suffer from it? A guy tells you, let's learn Shas. Right, like Rabbi Fran said, let not the perfect be the enemy of, of the good. Right? Whoa! Shaz, uh, commitment every single day, a few thousand, Dav, Gemara, what? We also have Kaiserach. I would tell you to start, I don't know, doing some new Avritzah Shem you never did until now. I, I, I'm already doing, you know, be Mavis Sedra with Rashi. <laughs> Whoa, whoa! I'm the kasha. I'm be happy if I get by. Yo, with Rashi. To a certain extent, we have kaitzeruach as well. We we keep them in here. Don't tell me more. I'm doing what I can. Don't add anything to it. Enough. You know, maybe after shachas every morning, you know, do the yoyim of Tehillim, You know. 50 kapit look to tell him, you know, maybe Adam Parshish, Amon Parshish, Hayir, Shays, Chiris, and the 1390 Mahmud. If you're already used to doing it, great. If you're not, stop. Kaitzer Ruach. Zograv Shach. Zograv Shach, yes, we are all afflicted with Kaitzer Ruach. What exactly is Kaitzer Ruach? There's an unbelievable Rashi in Parshas Chukas. Klai Yisrael leaves Har Sinai. <coughs> and they start traveling and they go the wrong direction. There was a Koitzer Nefesh, Koitzer Ruach. And Rashi says, very strange Lashon Rashi. 
Anything that's difficult for a person to absorb. A person who just gets burdened with something. His mind is not wide enough to accept that thing in his mind. He has no room and space in his heart for that new pain and burden to reside. You have a laptop, computer, you have a phone, sometimes you get a message, running out of space. You have a little phone and it says running out of space. The first date, okay, you can run out. You know, a laptop, what is running out of space? You have a full computer, you have your server, and I don't know, Chvezer's bus, running out of space on Gmail. What does it mean to run out of space in your heart? Even your mind, L'Chaira, is, is something that's almost infinite. They say that we use just, you know, a tiny percentage of our mind. Zagrashi, a huge assault. Space is limited. There's a limited amount of room in your mind, not for information. You could learn Torah to the kazoo. You could fill your mind like an encyclopedia. And now we say, the more you fill, the more it can contain. But your mind and heart can only contain a certain amount of difficulty of emotion, of feelings, and you can max out. I can't, I can't have any more. There's no room. Eli Lipschitz, his heart is full right now. His heart is full. Hazaz Simchas, somebody gave a cousin. Mazel tov. His heart is full with Simcha. You think you could try to stop anything more right now in his heart? It's full. No vacancy. There's no room. Klal Yisrael had koitzer ruach. Says Rashi, there's no more room. And this, this is a pelotas. I want to share with you, it's not such a pelotas. The mitzvah of Ahavas Hashem, which is the goal of all mitzvahs. Goal of all mitzvahs, Ahavas Hashem. Zog b'seif rachinuch. It's a mitzvah seidai raisa. There's many levels to have as Hashem. Is there anything that's called a bittel mitzvah to have as Hashem? Something called bittel tyra, right? Something called bittel of mitzvah. Certain mitzvahs, you, you, you put yourself in a matzah where you're, you're excluding yourself from the mitzvah. It's a bittel mitzvah zase. How's it possible to be mavatel the mitzvah zase of loving Hashem? I don't love him at all. I like really hate God. Any love to a person that's not have that as a shows obviously seven people. Ready? Close? Zog the Seif Rachinach. Seif Rachinach himself describes, describes, listen to this. Someone who transgresses this mitzvah. The Koiveya Machshavdoi. And he focuses his mind, his heart, on material things. 
guy loves his car. Maybe loving people. He loves his house. He loves his watch. He loves his boss. He loves his job. He loves his money. He loves his looks. He loves his voice. He loves his talents. Any investment of passion, of love, of adoration, just for the simple, basic enjoyment, honor, and not to help others, to strengthen people that are on the right path. Bitel asezu. Now, can I ask you a question? Why, if I love my watch, my car, my house, my job, my wife, why, if I love these things, is it a bitel mitzvah, ahavas, Hashem? Because there's a limited amount of love in your heart. There's a limit. It's not unlimited. And if you're going to focus your mind on loving anything in Olam that is not enrooted, like you said, in some kind of L'Shem Shemayim, it's a bitle because it's knocking God out of your heart. There's only so much room in your heart. And when you invest kaiches, emotional kaiches, into things, your emotions run out. There's only so much pain. There's almost so much sadness. There's almost there's only so much happiness and love. I didn't say where the cap is. You could love a million people. <laughs> I didn't say where the cap is. The Kiddush is there is a cap. There is a limit. And says the Sefer HaChinuch, loving something in this world, Gashmiyas, he doesn't say people. Ishlach. He says, maybe. He doesn't say people. But Lamaizi says, when you love COVID, you love Gashmiyas, you love heavenly oil of Azeh, with Elishim Shemayim, it's a bitul of Ahavas Hashem. That means love is limited. And the same thing we see from Rashi. Tircha. Tircha. On your mind. A burden. A difficulty. A sadness. A problem. There's a limit to how much your heart can take. Comes along my Shabbeinu. Unbelievable. Klai Yisrael suffering from bad news. I would think so. You can't stuff in any more bad news. But look here, good news. Maybe you could. No out of space. You see from here that it's one set of emotional space that's in your heart. Whether it's for good news or bad news, it makes a difference. You can run out of tears of joys that you can't cry tears of sadness. You can run out of tears of sadness. You won't have any more room for tears of joy. There's only so much room for emotion in our heart. And we can max out. So the question is, Where's the limit? And is it possible to stretch? How could we open our hearts? Is there a way for ourselves to be marchiv daitenu, to expand our minds, to be able to contain and retain and hold on to Klaisol's tzaris, Klaisol's simchas, to shear in their pain, to shear in their simcha, 
to be able to absorb life's challenges and not have koytzer ruach? Is there a way to expand those boundaries, to stretch our hearts and minds, to open our hearts? Is there a way to do it for ourselves? And is there a way to do it for other people as well? So I'm going to tell you two things that you could do for yourself. Number one is, Gemara Shabbos, Taflam and Abibes, Gibel, Dvarim, Machiven, Daito, Yisaladam. Three things expand the mind of a person. And even though the marshal learns it for bad, he says that's like Bilam. She had her chavas nefesh. She had too much of an appetite. All the other mafarshim argue the marshal. They learn that this gemara is speaking about milos, good things. There are three things that expand your mind: dira noe, isha noe, kalim noim. A nice home, a nice wife, and nice utensils, nice accessories. And doing these things are marchiv yudas. We know the Bach, I think it was the Bach, the Taz, when he used to have trouble understanding something in the sugya, he would stick his hand in his pocket and hold on to his golden azager. He would hold on to his gold watch. And it would expand his mind. It would open up his mind. Marchiven daitoy shaladam. Kalim noyim. Marchiven daitoy shaladam. So a person, and this, by the way, is brought down, unbelievable. David HaMelech says, Brach is dalit amalat. I'm with us with that. Guard me, Hashem, because I'm a chassid. What does it mean? Guard me, Hashem, because I'm a chassid. Zogda eats Yosef and then Yaakov brings down Amulio Bshat. He says, Guard me, Hashem, because I'm a chassid. One of the worst things that can happen to a king is, is he gets stressed out. He's going to snap. He's dealing with too much. He can't handle it. So, how do most kings deal with it? A big palace, gorgeous furniture, custom jewelry, you name it. And that's Marchiv Daitam. But David Amelak says, David was not a fine schmecker. David wasn't into luxuries. David wasn't into a big, beautiful palace. He was more concerned that Hashem should have a palace than him. David Amelak says, Shamraini, guard me from, from snapping. Guard me from falling apart from all the stresses of Malchus. Ki chosid ani. I go way beyond the calling of duty. I'm dealing with, with looking at Badika's dam v'nashim nida. I'm dealing with things that are, that, that are not bo'eh, that are not beautiful, that are not expansive. So Hashem, protect my mind from snapping. So one thing is, Marchiv and unbelievable. The, the, is it the Ben Yoyada? I don't remember who says it. No, but Tzadik HaKoyim from Lublin, in the Sefer, I don't have it here. Divrei Sefer Oizches. He says that if you go and you expand your mind and horizons with these nice things in Oilam Hazeh, L'Shem Shamayim, L'Mitzvah Yechoshev. If you're doing these things to enhance your learning, to enhance your Havas Hashem, to enhance your brachas, to enhance your davening, to come closer to Rebbein Shalom, these things are a mitzvah. And if a guy does it, it's like the Sefer HaChinuch says, it's a bit of a Havas Hashem. If it expands your mind to come closer to Rebbein Shalom, to add on to your avoid, and now that you're relaxed, you can accept upon yourself a daven a half a day. <laughs> you can you take upon yourself a new, a new avayda, a new chumrah, a new chesed. Why? Because you took it easy. You took a stick on midwinter vacation. Whatever it might be. If these things expanded your heart and mind to now be able to do more, and that was your intent, 
But if you're doing it, it's a bitter havas Hashem. As I said, from That's one way how we can expand ourselves. By the way, this does not mean accumulating a lot of things. The Gemara is very clear. Three things. But make them nice. <laughs> make them nice. That's what's mark of the das. Not a lot, but quality. Nice. Shankite. Shankite. A neat room, a nice room, nice furniture. Doesn't have to be a lot, doesn't have to be very expensive, but nice. Those things open up a person's mind. That's number one. Another thing that we could do for ourselves, the Targum Yonis Menazil Taichis Koitzeruach, is a funny title for it. Koitzeruach, he Taichis as Kepidus Rucha. Being too makbed on things. Rav Shlema Volba has a whole shtickle in Ali Shore, Chelek Beis, on Kepeda, Kaptonis. Kaptonis is when a person gives too much seriousness, too much chashivas, too much importance to small things. Oh, the, the, the tissue that was left on the table. Oh, you know, the guy left the seat there. You know, and you make a big deal out of things, it makes you crazy. And he says the antidote to that is Hey, Vav, Mem, Reish. I spoke about this a few times in the past. Hey, vav mem Humor. You have to be able to make a joke out of things. You have to be able to take things lightly. What you do by doing that is you turn a zip, you make that big file that's taking up space in your hard drive, and you're compressing it. You're zipping it. You're condensing it. It's going to take up less space. The same headache that a minute ago was clouding your mind. That's because you made a big deal out of it. But you're able to do something that makes it lighter. Make a joke out of it. If you make a joke out of it, it takes up much less room in your heart and mind, and you're able to deal with it ten times better. That's the word of Kepedus. The last thing is verbal. Verbally. Unbelievable thing. A small person. That's what they call someone with macro and everything. thing. a small person. Claim Kaplish. Small mindedness, 100%. One last thing. This is really what I wanted to get to, but we don't have time. And that was verbally opening the heart. I love you, I get so excited in the time of the crop. He says there's this shift that we spoke out from the Malbim. Dibur, Amira, Dibur, Amira. The Ibrahim told Moshe, Lachin, Emmer, Livne Israel. Amira is soft. What does it say? It says, Vayedaber Moshe came. Moshe Rabbeinu spoke with Lashon Dibur, Lashon of harshness. How you speak is an art. Yehuda comes to Yosef Atzatik. He's slapping him up left and right. He's being so chutzpah. As it says, Yedaber Nozer, Grashi Malamed, Shedibur, Olav Koshois. As it says, Yedaber Nozer, Bozdei Adoni. Yedaber, Lashon Kosha. But he started off, Please, my master. If you want to get to something that's going to hit someone's heart, you want to criticize someone, you want to give somebody musr to lift them up, you want to raise them, you want to get them to undertake something that's difficult, it has to be and more. You have to talk soft, talk positive, talk small, and eventually build up. There's so much more to talk on this topic, but the Elam came a little late today. A few people came on time, so we started very late. But there's a lot, there's a lot more to say on this. But we a quick thing. Elia Brudni went to Rav Shaks at 
he had a bucket that had left yeshiva and went off the derech, became a shtuklapikiris, but he was a big cupmensch. And every once in a while he would pop back into me yeshiva and come to Rebbe And he would like freg up and he ask, you know, shtikl antagonistic. And Rebbe wanted to wipe the floors with the guy, but he was scared of chasing him away. And he didn't know how to deal with this guy. Tell him not to come. This was, this was his one connection still with the from world. He went to Yeshav Shach. And Rav Shach told him, Rav Shach told him, Mikenzogin else. You just have to know how to say it. You can tell somebody that he's kicked out. You can tell somebody he's an idiot. You can tell somebody he's an abogar. Just not that way! Don't use those words! Don't jump the gun! There's a way to get the most heavy, hurtful, burdening message across. There's a way to do it. It's called Lachin Emor. And it's an art to be able to talk in a way, and this is perhaps, we said, what went wrong? Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell the Bnei Yisrael, and he goes, and they don't listen to him. Hashem's, what went wrong is Hashem said Emor, and Moshe was Vaydaber. What's Hashem Moshe was Vaydaber? Are we faulting Moshe? It doesn't say anywhere that Moshe was at fault. That's Pshari was Kvad Peva A great big speaker, I don't remember who it was, my father quotes very often, he says, Some people have a way with words. And some people weigh words with way don't. <laughs> Moshe Abinu did not have a way with words. And it was the Kavon of the Kuzri, I think, right? No one should ever think that Klai Yisrael became Klai because we had a good leader. We had a good speaker. Ask now what your country can do for you. No, 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 no. Moshe was not an orator. He was not charismatic. He didn't have a personality of leadership to nothing. He messed up on his first mission, if you could say that. Hashem told him, talk softly, talk to their hearts, bring them hope, tell them a message of Geula, and he messed up, he couldn't listen to him. Naidabim. He spoke, he spoke the wrong words, he spoke harshly. That's why it's savvy. Maybe we'll get to it a different time, we're going over time. So thank you for listening. I'd like to add a supplement to this year. And that is, we're trying to figure out how to get out of this narrow-minded, um, space-constricted area in the heart called Koitzer Ruach. And Kanira from the parasha, if we may say, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do anything wrong, but as being a Kvad Peh or Ra'os Fasayim, Hashem said, Emor, and Moshe Rabbeinu was Vayidaber. He spoke a bit too harsh to the extent that Klaizol cannot accept his words. So what is the solution to this? We're in a mess. Klaizol did not get the message. Klaizol did not believe that there'll be a Now what? We asked earlier, what was Hashem's response? And very strange, Hashem's response seems to be nothing. He commanded them. It's not so clear what the command was. Rashi says to be nice to Klai Yisrael and to be respectful of Barak. But perhaps we have a new Mahalach and another way also to Harchovas HaNevesh, Harchovas HaDas. 
And this is an amazing, amazing thing. The Medrash says, Vayitzavim, this is a Yerushalmi, Rosh Hashanah, Halacha Yud Zayin. Vayitzavim, El Bnei Yisrael, what did Hashem tell Moshe and Aaron to command them in Israel? Parshas Shiluach Avodim. Tell Klai Yisrael now, when they are still in the height of their slavery, when it was Tichbad Ha'avayid Al-Anashim, in the most difficult situation, tell them about the mitzvah of Shiluach Avodim. That one day you're going to be freed, and you're going to have slaves of your own. Teach them about Shiluach Avadim. Frank the Bear Moshe, what is this? Lying Larash? Now is the time to tell Goliath Israel about a mitzvah of Shiluach Avadim? So one may say, well, now they understand the difficulty of slavery. Uh, you know, it should be ingrained in them now, Shiluach Avadim. Well, the truth is, the people that were enslaved in Mitzrayim never really were going to have slaves. They didn't make it into Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't really like that to them anyway. So what does it mean by Yitzavim el Bnei Yisrael command them in the midst of Shiluach Avadim? Some say that there were some, uh, the Meshachachma says, there were some people in Klai Yisrael, such as the families that we're about to mention, Ruvay, Shimon, and Levi, they weren't really involved in the Avoid and the Shibut so much. They had Sarara. They practiced leadership and they had slaves, Jewish slaves of their own. And Moshe was to command them to free them. But I would like to say my own shot, if I may, an amazing, amazing thing. One of the reasons for Kitzar Ruach, we mentioned earlier from Mavshach, we mentioned earlier, was that Kla Yisrael had Kitzar Ruach, they couldn't believe, they were hopeless, they couldn't accept, they couldn't absorb in their heart the excitement of a Geula. Ruach. The culture came Paroi. What do you mean? Paroi shouldn't have had Kitzar Ruach? Says Mavshach, Paroi certainly did have Kitzar Ruach. He started off life with Kaiser Rach, with all his wealth, with all his mansions, with all of his wonderful things. Because the inker thing that is Mark of Leiv Adam is Torah. Psach Libi Besayrasacha. Says the Orachayim HaKadosh. You want to know why they had Kaiser Ruach? Ulai. Ki letzad shaloy hoyu b'nei Torah loy shamu. Even when all else fails, or perhaps this should be the start, what is marchiv a person more than anything else? Hashem is infinite, the Torah is infinite, and it is possible to expand the heart to the infinite through Torah. This is Hashem's response to Moshe Rabbeinu. Don't just tell them a halacha that's applicable to them now, which is questionable. If something that's just practical halacha is real Torah, that's, you know, a heksher mitzvah. Command them a mitzvah that right now is totally unfeasible, unimaginable, unattainable. It'll never be practical for them in their lifetime. Allah sinzivoy. A mitzvah to study, to learn about. Shiluach avadim. It makes no sense to learn about it now. It's the chayk in Mechukaisa Telechu. That chayk of Talmud Torah, which one might say, it's even more difficult. It's hard to learn Torah, especially a chayk. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It has no meaning to me. That 
the Chayk of Klai Yisrael, which is Yisrael Varais of Kudshu that is Marchiv, the Lave, and brings godless greatness. That Achavas Das is beyond all other expanse of mind and expanding of the heart. That's the way to go. Command them the parashim shulach avodim. Chavas hadas can be achieved through three things. It can be achieved, we spoke about, through not being so makhmed, through a little, little bit of humor and the things that are taking up so much room in your heart, taking them lightly. It can be achieved in other people by talking in a proper way, softly, positively, building things up in small steps which Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do. He did it all in one big shot. But more than anything else, Taira is Marchiv Libay Shaladam.